Hey everyone, we are here today to do three questions with Dr. Brandon Beck. Okay, so I actually asked Brandon before, and this is my one of my favorite questions, is what is your theme song? And he actually kind of made me mad because he actually stole what my theme song is, uh, which is, you know, from the Karate Kid. So I can't believe this is it. This is such a great song. <laughs> this is like my, this is my, my legit workout song. Right away, it's like, I can't believe that. That's the song you picked. I, I actually have, like, videos of me, like, working out to that song. Just It doesn't oh. matter. I love that song so much. So where I coach, there's a field, and there's a sound <laughs> sta- system, and then all the teams play out in front. So there's, like, 400 kids that are out playing, and I blast this on the stereo, <laughs> and I'm just walking down the stairs. I'm like, you're the best. I'm yelling at everybody, you're the best. That's awesome. Well, hey, and if, if anyone's watching, we were talking, you got to watch some Cobra Kai too. Uh, so, hey, Brandon, we're doing three questions with you. And the first question, and I, I love this one because I think it's, you know, it's it's great to shout out, you know, our former teachers. So um, who's a teacher that in your career and education, you know, when you were a student, who inspired you and what did they do? Uh, this is difficult, uh, really difficult. I've had a lot of teachers along the way. Both my parents are teachers for 35 and 37 years. They made it all the way through, so a total of 72 years. That That's an obvious choice, but I do have to go with my seventh grade earth science teacher, Mr. Conus. And he was, I was just, he was earth science, he was chemistry, and I was terrible at all of it. And... <laughs> I was so uninterested with middle school at that time. And I would walk into his class and he would just have labs set up everywhere. And he'd be like, there'd be, he'd be lighting things on fire. He would be have just, everybody had some place in their classroom. And I didn't realize it at the time, but now looking back at now seeing it as a teacher, like he must've had to do so much work to create like 17 different labs every single week or every single day. I don't even remember, but. Mr. Conus, if you're out there, find me. <laughs> That'd be funny if you found out he wasn't a teacher and he's just, you know, setting fires in your school. <laughs> I wasn't ever a teacher. I was just, just hung out there. Well, it's, that's, you know, I love that. I love that idea because I think um, sometimes, you know, we talk a lot about relationships and how important that is, but it's also when people are like passionate for stuff, that passion really connects, you know, and brings it out. And then it develops a passion for that subject in, in many times too. I remember uh, some of my teachers, I, I struggle with science. I, I, honestly, I still struggle with science. And uh, the teachers that were like really excited about it and would could make it fun and stuff like that, it never got me like, oh, I'm like a science guy now. But it was like, yeah, okay, this isn't bad, right? And I just like, if you, for yeah. me to do that, you know, so, is it Mr. Conus? Is that what you said? Mr. Conus. Shout out yeah. Mr. Conus. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, the next one. Administrator. So, administrator, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, principals, assistant principals, the central office uh, that we've worked with in our lives. We, you know, have a good mutual friend, Tony Sananas, who we both admire. But in your career, you know, there's a student, a teacher, who's like an administrator that you like looked up to, inspired you, and why? Yes. Once again, 
so many of those so many um hard to pick one but i'm gonna go current i'm gonna go absolutely current on this one because we just went we are still going through a pandemic and none of the other administrators had dealt with that so i'm gonna go with my my pandemic warrior um her name is michelle greer um and she she's a big fan of you actually too George, that. as well um but she she has just rolled up her sleeves and done some really amazing things and creative and outside of the box she started a a, a before school broadcast news broadcast called ruse five and it's 20 minutes at the beginning of the day and she runs it with special guests the kids get on and chat it's amazing and they just it's like a a podcast at the beginning of the day or a radio show um and the kids are interacting with you know there's 150 to 250 kids or more there is more actually interacting all at once awesome. and it's a cool way to start the day so i'm giving much love to michelle greer michelle greer and that gets a that gets a classic epic music michelle greer <laughs> that's okay that is the 2020 anthem right there <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you make sure you say hi for me too, if she doesn't uh, get the chance to see this. So last question, uh, when we look back at our careers and, you know, uh, we, we're going to be talking your book on uh, unlocking unlimited potential soon. And I know you have a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience, but I'm sure at some point you could look back and go, Oh, I can't believe I used to do that. So like, if you could go back in time and, and talk to yourself as a first year teacher, like what advice would you give yourself? Throw away the textbook. Throw away the plan. <laughs> Throw away the map. Throw it away. Every year is going to be different. Yeah. Every kid is going to be different. Every classroom is going to be different. We are not all going to be on page 27 at the same time. That's what I would say. I wonder if administrators are like thinking this. I wonder if that's what they're thinking when you say that. Like, oh God, like we paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, I, no, they're not. They're not. I, I think they, I think that some I are. Believe, but, but listen, I work really, 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 really hard, just like a lot of other people. And at the end of the day, I try to do what's right. <laughs> no, and disclaimer. I, it's a disclaimer. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, I, I think for me, you know, obviously you don't mean just throw the textbook and like, like dead poet society, rip it up. But, no. but, but the idea of like, Hey, like you got to teach to the kids in front of you, not to like a book. Right. And I think that we can glean yeah. stuff from that too and get ideas. I mean, you have to be ready for anything, George. Yeah. Like think yeah. of what happened two days ago. Like there's no script for that. There's no script for how you're going to handle the kids when they walk into your classroom. When we had, you know, the, the storming of the Capitol building, mm -hmm. I don't want to get political political and I don't plan to, but I'm just saying like, no, we never, yep. we never, there's no book or nothing written. And if we're going to talk about social emotional learning, yeah. we're going to talk about what kids need in terms of emotions. And if there's anything we've all learned with the images we've seen in society, we, we need to really focus on emotions. And that means every class is going to be a little different and every day. And there's not really a script out there. There's a, there's a lot of guides. There's a lot of guidance. There's a lot of pieces to use, but at the end of the day, connections, relationships, and, 
those are the things they remember and that's what keeps us ticking. Yeah. And that, I think that's, you know, kind of taken for granted, uh, in just society in general of how educators really, uh, teach to the kids in front of them. And, and like, I, I've used this example several times. I think it's really important to understand is that when I first started teaching, and it's interesting that you give that advice, I used to think like the best teachers could tell you like, Hey, you know, on October 8th at 10 30 AM, this is where I'm going to be in the textbook before the year started. They like would go into the photocopy room for, you know, a week before <laughs> school started, they had everything done. So they wouldn't have to use it. And they never have to worry about lines. And I'm like, wow, like that person is like, that's yeah. the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle. And then as I like, you know, grew in my profession, understanding like, hey, like, I don't even know who these kids are. They could be way ahead. They could be way behind. And so like, obviously we got to teach the curriculum. But, you know, I think, as you said, there's there's things that happen in life that are really important that you have to address. And there's ways that you can connect that to like any type of curriculum, have like real honest conversations and have kids asking like really important questions. And I think a lot of times when we base things just on the textbook, uh, we're, we're not honoring the kid's curiosity. We're not honoring that too. And it's like tying those things in. So I, I, I love that answer. Uh, that's exactly what yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think, I think that's, yeah. I think that's, that's pretty powerful. So, um, Hey, check out Brandon's book, uh, unlocking unlimited potential. You can see it up there. You can connect with Brandon. Is that your Twitter handle at Brandon Beck edu? Yeah. That's also my website. Everything is at Brandon Beck edu. Awesome. So check out Brandon and Brandon. Thanks for being here today. Yeah.